This morning's scripture reading comes from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. Listen to the word of God. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of God for the people of God. Good morning. Let us pray. Lord, open our eyes. We want to see you. Open our ears. Help us to hear your words, your message for your people. Father, you tell us that your sheep hear your voice and follow after you. Help us to listen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you ever wondered why the Lord requires us to be forgiving people? Listen to the story of Jisoo, a beautiful Christian in Korea. As Jisoo waited in the visitor's area of a prison in Seoul, Korea, she remembered an ancient proverb her mother used to quote. Love is like living waters that nourish the deepest recesses of the soul. Forgiveness is like a healing ointment that soothes the bitter soul. Jisoo was at the prison with an inmate who had been incarcerated for more than five years. The prisoner was serving a 20-year term for murder, murder of Jisoo's only daughter, Yuna. You may ask, how can this possibly be? Why would a mother want to meet with the man who murdered her daughter? You see, Jisoo and her husband were devout Christians who strongly believed in the power of forgiveness in accordance with the teachings of Christ. Rather than live in bitterness and unforgiveness, Jisoo and her husband chose to forgive the man who murdered their daughter and teach him the way of salvation in Christ. Because of their extraordinary love, the man who slew their daughter, became a Christian and was studying for the ministry. In the beginning, after God created the heavens and the earth in the vast expanse of the universe, he embarked on his greatest achievement, his magnum opus, humankind. Beginning with Adam and Eve, the Lord created humankind in his own image, or as they say in the Latin, the Imago Dei. Out of all his, creature, his, his creatures, humankind was the only creature fashioned in the image of God. We were fashioned to be reflections of his divine nature, wonderfully reflecting his virtue, his beauty, his holiness. The Lord created us to be like himself that the earth might be filled with his glory. The Lord's forgiving nature is beautifully expressed by the writer of Psalm 103. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always accuse, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins nor repay us according to our iniquities. 
For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he removes our transgressions from us. King David, the writer of Psalm 103, reminds us that although the Lord is a righteous God who requires us to pursue righteousness and justice, his anger towards our sins does not remain forever. He calls us to repentance and is willing to cleanse us from all unrighteousness in his forgiveness. He separates our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. In the year 2000, I was at the beginning of my long career in the banking industry. As an internal auditor for the largest bank in the Washington metropolitan area, I was given great authority and responsibility. At the beginning of my career as an auditor, I worked with a young man named Brian, who diligently worked to destroy my career. Things finally reached a point where I approached my my manager and explained I couldn't work with Brian any longer. My manager assured me that he talked to Brian and sort things out. Meanwhile, I committed the matter to prayer and sensed that the Lord was calling me to forgive my colleague and pray for him. Forgive him? That was the last thing I was interested in doing. However, as I started praying for Brian daily, The bitterness in my heart melted. It thawed, it turned into compassion. I looked for opportunities to be a blessing to Brian. When I forgave Brian for his sins against me, our relationship began to change. Ultimately, we became good friends. Our text today in the Gospel of Matthew immediately follows Matthew's account of the Lord's Prayer. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This teaching of Jesus contains one of the most challenging conditional clauses in the Bible. If we forgive others, then our Heavenly Father promises to forgive us. In other words, our forgiveness is predicated upon our willingness and commitment to forgive our brothers and sisters who sin against us. Jesus emphasizes the importance of this by also asserting, if we don't forgive others, our Heavenly Father will not forgive us. Studying Matthew 6 in the Greek is especially illuminating in this passage. Forgiveness literally means to send away, to leave alone an offense suffered. When we forgive others, we literally send away, release the bitterness and the pain caused by the sins of others against us. When we don't forgive We hold on to the sins of others and feeble attempts to punish the other person. Too often, we're like jailers, holding on to pain. 
We guard this pain like a prisoner in our control, never letting go or forgetting how others have hurt us. The irony of this behavior is that we become entrapped in the shackles of bitterness. The fruits of unforgiveness are rage, violence, distrust, cynicism, and ultimately self-destruction. We lose our freedom to walk in love and the spirit. Church, we need to cease being prison guards of pain and bitterness. We need to release all of this to our Savior. I'd like to take a few moments to clarify some misunderstandings of Christian forgiveness. The Christian call to forgiveness doesn't mean that God calls believers to be doormats for abusive people to trample on. Christian forgiveness doesn't give the evil forces in this world license to abuse the righteous with impunity. Make no mistake, God is still a God of justice who calls us to work for peace in the world. We must resist evil where we encounter it. Christian forgiveness also doesn't negate the need to an individual's right to be safe. As natural law, as natural law philosophers have maintained for centuries, we all have the right to life for the protection against harm to our bodies. If you're in a physically abusive relationship or a victim of sexual abuse, take all necessary steps to keep yourself safe. The Lord desires for you to be safe and to find comfort under the shadow of his wings. Please know that the Christian call to forgive does not nullify your inalienable right to be safe from harm. One day, the apostle Peter asked Jesus, how many times a day must I forgive my brother? Seven times? Jesus, understanding the vital importance of forgiveness, responded, no, 70 times seven. No doubt you mathematicians have already calculated 490 times. However, the point of Jesus' response was not to give a literal answer to the question, but to illustrate that there aren't to be any boundaries, any limitations to our forgiveness. Jesus' commands for us to practice forgiveness also do not diminish the significance of the pain that many of us experience in this life. Many of us have been wounded by others in this world. Some of us have been severely wounded by the pain of, of divorce and the betrayal of people we once called friends. Yes, we bear the wounds of walking in relationship with others who've not treated us well. Thus our Lord Jesus proclaims, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and gentle in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I encourage you to bring your wounds before our healing Lord in prayer. For the prophet Isaiah promises that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. 
Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. Indeed, we're healed by the sacrificial work of our Lord on the cross. He died on a cruel cross that our sins might be forgiven by the Father. And so he calls us to imitate him in forgiving others in this life. The writer C.S. Lewis, author of the Chronicles of Narnia and many other Christian classics, said this about forgiveness. To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. This is such an exquisite quote about forgiveness because it echoes the words of the Apostle Paul when he commanded Christians in Ephesus, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another it's Christ forgave you. You might describe forgiveness as a high calling of the Christian, as we're part of a royal priesthood, daily seeking to be conformed to the image of Christ. Although the Lord is the very essence of virtue and holiness, forgiveness is one of his most salient and important characteristics. Indeed, we're called to be a forgiving people, just like our Heavenly Father. Here are a few practical steps we all can take towards forgiveness. Number one, ask the Lord to search your heart regarding unforgiveness and bitterness. Trust the Lord to help you release bitterness and pain caused by those who sinned against you. Number two, pray for those who've sinned against you. that They may come to walk in the light of truth. Three, trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to give you strength to walk in love and forgiveness. When I was a young man around the age of eight, my father abandoned my family after a terrible row with my mother over his adulterous affairs. Before he left, he threatened my mother with a butcher knife. None of us saw or heard from him again for many years. My mom was left to raise four children alone with no financial or emotional support from my father. Though young, intelligent, and determined, my mother returned to college, finished her bachelor's degree, and went on to obtain two master's degrees as a professional educator. However, my father's absence left a huge void in our lives and in our hearts. When I became an adult, I realized the significant effect this had on my life. All of my negative associations with the word father made it difficult for me as a young Christian to believe that our heavenly father loved me. I also found it difficult to forgive the man 
who abandoned his family while he traveled the world as a merchant seaman. So I'm learning to forgive my father, who wasn't a real father at all. I recognize that often forgiveness is a long process that doesn't occur overnight. Sometimes I think of the ancient proverb Jesus' mother used to quote, Love is like living waters that nourish the deepest recesses of the soul. Forgiveness is like a healing ointment that soothes the bitter soul. I also remember that The Lord, our creator, is the perfect model of forgiveness. I remember he calls me to forgive others, even my absent dad. In the beginning, after God created the heavens and the earth and the vast expanse of the universe, he embarked on the greatest of all his creation, humankind. He created humankind to be a perfect reflection of his divine image, the Imago Dei. We're called to be forgiving people just like our Heavenly Father. Let us not forget the words of our Lord Jesus to his followers. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. So that your Father in Heaven may forgive your sins. Let us pray. Lord, this is a challenging message for many of us. Many of us have been wounded by others. We bear the scars of people who failed us, betrayed us, sinned against us. Help us to forgive those who've sinned against us and caused us great pain. Help us to stop drinking the toxins of unforgiveness that only lead to misery. Father, give us the strength to forgive as you've forgiven us and blessed us with eternal life. Help us to reflect your beautiful image of forgiveness and love in this world. Amen.